What's up, y'all? Can you believe we are on week seven of dumpster diving? We're finally starting to get our stride. We're getting some momentum in just in time. Because let's face it, your plays are either on buy or they're injured. We are in a mess of a week, week seven. We have six teams on by. We have how many people going on IR? It has just been gross out there, but we got you. We got you covered and we have some smash starts and some fades this week. You're going to need to get that W because let's face it, you can't do it with the guys you drafted this week. They're out or they're hurt. It's just a mess. Keep the intro, then we're going dumpster diving with Daddy. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. All right, y'all. So last week we started talking about momentum. We started talking about the fact that we're getting data on these defenses. We're going to try to figure it out. And what did it lead to? Not a bad week. We picked the quarterback two. Jared Goff, ranked quarterback 20 by ESPN Consensus, came in at quarterback two against the previously eighth-ranked Tampa Bay defense. Obviously, we got 3-0 and in those starts, absolutely crushing our fades. We had Dante Foreman, honestly, not bad, not what we were hoping for. He was a low-end RB2, high-end flex. Didn't expect as much run from Darrington Evans, but still, Foreman put in a formidable performance, dare I say. Um, one and two in the lineup changes, but he was really close to Joe Mixon. We told you Mixon would get 15 carries for 65 yards. He actually got 15 touches for 62. We were pretty close, but because he got a few catches, jumped just over Foreman by like one point. But overall, he didn't hurt you. We also gave you two two rookie wide receivers who scored touchdowns in Jordan Addison and Josh Downs. Really, our only flop of the week was Tyler Conklin, and I'm going to put that on Zach Wilson. Honestly, just can't bet on his players right now, but what did it lead us to? Eight, four, and one in lineup advice and a top 12 start. Not only just the top 12, a top five start with the quarterback, too. We're now four and 20 in top 12 plays and 30. 46 and two in lineup advice. We are getting things rolling. We're getting some momentum and just in time for Hell Week, just in time for Bipocalypse, whatever you want to call it. We need some starts this week. So let's dive right into it. And at quarterback, we're going right back to that Tampa Bay defense. And we are picking Desmond Ritter at quarterback 23. He is coming off back-to-back 300-yard games with a previously written off Ritter now gets a Tampa Bay team who was just lit up by Jared Goff last week. We talked about them getting lit up by primetime Kirk Cousins. Now, I wish this game was at home where Ritter seems far more comfortable with buys and injuries like we talked about. It's real slim pickings, and this is a big upside play for us. So who do we like him over? Well, let's start with Thursday night. I am avoiding a banged-up Trevor Lawrence, he's already struggling. You add in a knee injury, and that takes away the rushing upside he usually brings you. That keeps his floor high, so I'm staying away from Trevor Lawrence against that New Orleans defense. Joshua Dobbs against Seattle. It has been a great story, what we've seen from Dobbs, but his quarterback ranking is plummeting. Not a good week to be playing him at Seattle. And then also, we're going to avoid Seattle's 
former quarterback, Russell Wilson, going up against the Green Bay Packers, who are ninth against opposing quarterbacks. We saw just how bad Wilson has been, and I don't think it gets any better this week. So give me Ritter over all three of those players. That running back wouldn't go from a young guy at quarterback to an old guy at running back. And the guy I like this week coming off a 15-touch game last week is Kareem Hunt coming in at running back 31 against the Indianapolis Colts, who are now 23rd in points allowed to opposing running backs in just his third game back, 15 touches from Hunt. And a touchdown is something you'd love to see. We never dealt the talent in Hunt. We worry about if he's washed. It certainly didn't look so this week. Where's our one concern? His thigh. Assuming his injury is fine, which I hope it is, he did not practice on Wednesday. But to be quite honest, not uncommon for veterans to take Wednesday off. Assuming he's healthy, he is going to smash, absolutely smash his running back 31 ranking and fall into the top 12. Him and Ford are in a direct split right now. And I think Hunt has a nice game against the Gardner Minshew led Indianapolis Colts. So, who do we like him over? Listen, I know people usually look better coming out of a bye, but Najee Harris couldn't look much worse. So I'm going to sit him against the Rams. Rashad White is going against the Atlanta Falcons, who are sixth against opposing running backs. It's been a really weird year to think about, but the Atlanta Falcons are a formidable defense. They used to be someone we picked on last year. This year, we're avoiding them sixth in points allowed to opposing running backs. No thanks on Rashad White, who I don't love anyway. And then lastly, Alexander Madison. I don't expect to get any traction against that San Francisco defense, who are going to be coming angry after a loss to the Cleveland Browns last week. So give me those three to bench for Kareem Hunt. At the wide receiver position, wide receiver 24 is Terry McLaurin, who gets the New York Giants. McLaurin has seen double-digit targets in two of the last three weeks. Between McLaurin's assurgence and John Dodson's just fall from grace, McLaurin has now reestablished himself as the solid wide receiver one on a surprisingly potent pass offense under Sam Howell. The Giants have given him at least one touchdown to opposing wide receivers in five straight games or in 23rd in points allowed to opposing wide receivers. I expect McLaurin to eat early and often a huge PPR game for Terry McLaurin. I like him over the previous rookie that we played last week, Jordan Addison, who gets the San Francisco 49ers. I like him over Michael Pittman Jr., who gets the Cleveland Browns, who are number one. Number one in points allowed to opposing wide receivers. No thank you on Pittman or any of the pass catchers on the Indianapolis Colts. I expect Gardner Minshew and that offense to struggle. And lastly, a banged up Debo Samuel against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night. And what I think, as you can tell from my fades, is going to be a low-scoring affair. That San Francisco defense combined with primetime Kirk Cousins is a recipe for disaster for the Minnesota Vikings. And then lastly... We're going to talk about a rookie tight end coming at tight end 21 against the Chicago Bears and Michael Mayer. With all the hype around Sam Laporta, and rightfully so, he has been a star. I think quietly Michael Mayer has now emerged as a tight end on the Raiders offense and someone who could take off as early as this week. After only one target in his first three games, Mayer has now seen nine targets in his last two games, catching seven of those targets for 104 yards. And now he gets a Bears defense who couldn't stop a middle school, high school, middle school offense right now. And they 
just two weeks ago gave up 12 catches to the commander's tight ends who then flopped the week after so it was proof that it was just that defense the bears are a hot mess right now and we want to take advantage so who are we benching tyler higby who is all but vanished from the Rams offense and even when he's getting targets he's dropping them on the goal line so let's sit Higby in against that Pittsburgh Steelers defense let's sit Zach Ertz a guy who I've loved his whole career but he gets Seattle who are sixth against opposing tight ends and then lastly Jonu Smith against the Tampa Bay Bucks are actually tied for sixth with the Seattle Seahawks against opposing tight ends it's become the pitch show there as we expected for the past two years. And now John, who is tight end, uh, tight end touchdown dependent or bust at this point. I don't like playing those guys. I think Mayer gets the targets. I think he gets the PPR points. And I'm hoping he gets into the end zone against the Bears. So give me Mayer over those three. I think we're really coming into our own now. Smash week coming. Get ready for those buys. Let's get through with the W. Let's try to survive. It's been ugly. But we got this. So listen, if you want to check out clips for every player and the link to our JWB Discord, check out the video description. And then go on Twitter, X, whatever you call it, and follow at JWB underscore FF. And if you check out the pin tweet, you can see all of our content. So listen, it's been a slow start, my time at JWB. I get it. It's been ugly. I appreciate that you're still here. Good times are coming. I expect the smash week. Eight, four, and one's a good start. Let's keep the ball rolling. Let's get those W's. Appreciate y'all. Check you soon.